Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. Putting STEM into the classroom. Hi there, and welcome again to the STEM Everyday Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Woods. And as always, looking for ways to add some STEM to your everyday classroom. And again, we have a special feature on the STEM Everyday Podcast, and that's Marion Leary. And today, she's going to be talking with a 17-year-old who plans to be an astronaut to Mars. Hello, you are listening to Steamrollers, a new segment of the STEM Everyday Podcast, where we will feature women who are paving the way in science, technology, engineering, art, and math, discussing their work in a way that makes it accessible to the everyday listener. I am your host, Marion Leary. Today, I'm talking with Abby Harrison, better known as Astronaut Abby, 17-year-old aspiring astronaut. Abby, I'd like to welcome you to the show. I am super excited to have you on the segment. Hi, Marion. Thanks so much for having me today. I'm excited to get to chat with you. So I think congratulations are in order, though. I heard that you graduated from high school yesterday. I did. <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. To begin, I guess, can you explain how you became interested in becoming an astronaut? And more specifically, I uh, believe you have a particular interest in Mars. Yes. Um, I have wanted to be an astronaut as long as I can remember. I, When I was a kid, I was always fascinated with the night sky. I spent a lot of time outside looking up at the sky um, and imagining going to space someday. Uh, at this point, I didn't even know that astronauts were a real thing. For the longest time, I wanted to be an astro-navigator, which was something <laughs> I read about in a science fiction book. And so I was probably, oh, seven or eight years old, probably eight years old, when I learned that astro-navigator wasn't a real thing, but that I could be an astronaut instead, and that that was pretty cool as well. Um, so it's just a fascination that I've always had to go to space and to learn new things about the universe. Um, and so as I got older and I learned more and I read more books uh, and, and started hearing about the amazing science that uh, organizations like NASA are doing, I decided that Mars was where I wanted to focus on. Um, and so from there on out, I have been focused on becoming an astronaut and someday going to Mars. I have a nine-year-old daughter, and I like to give her the opportunity to pose a question to the women I'm interviewing on each segment. And she wanted to know specifically what you were going to be doing on Mars and why the work that NASA is doing to get to Mars is so important. That is a fantastic question. There are a lot of different things that we can do on Mars. And one of the first uh, is that we can look for signs of life, of extraterrestrial life. Mars is a candidate still for hosting life, and it's one of our closest neighbors that we can get to and actually walk on the surface. So it's a great place for us to explore and look for that. Uh, other than that, we can look at the surface and the atmosphere and underground um, on Mars and look at the composition of the planet and the way that it formed, and we can learn a lot about the history of our solar system and possibly about uh, the progression that Earth will go through. The third thing is that we may look at uh, terraforming Mars at some point in the future. And I'm talking hundreds of years out, but it's something that we could start exploring now. So terraforming is where you go to uh, somewhere and you go somewhere that's inhospitable to human life. 
and you change the environment in specific ways to make it um, more hospitable to humans. So you could add organisms that provide oxygen. Um, you could start to change the atmosphere and change the surface of the planet so that someday we can have a second home there. Uh, this is something, like I said, we'll do in the future, but it's always great to get to start that kind of exploration now. Sure. And so you said that you would like to be one of the first astronauts to go to Mars, and you're just graduated from high school. And um, I read that you were taking courses at the University of Minnesota. So what work are you doing now to help you fulfill your goal of becoming the first astronaut to go to Mars? Because I'm assuming it takes a lot to become an astronaut and even more to be one of the first ones to go to Mars. Yes, that is completely true. Um, becoming an astronaut is a very difficult thing. Uh, the last selection that NASA made of astronauts, they selected eight people, and I believe that they had um, over 8,000 candidates. So wow. it's, yeah, it's a very difficult job to uh, achieve. So I, like you mentioned, I, there are a couple things that I've been doing now in order to hopefully make my chances better in the future. I've spent the last two years of my high school career at uh, the University of Minnesota, taking classes there in math, science, um, writing, those types of things. And I also uh, speak Chinese, and I'm studying Russian this summer. So those are the two languages I'm focusing on. I am a certified scuba diver, and I will be looking at getting my pilot's license very soon. So that's just uh, a couple of the things that I'm hoping will help me in the future um, to apply to the astronaut corps. And do you have any relationship now with NASA or anyone running the Mars mission? Um, do they know of your interest? Yeah, so NASA is a really big organization. They have uh, They have centers all over the United States and I've, I've had the opportunity to visit a couple of their centers and get to see some of the work that's being done both at NASA and with um, their contracting companies such as ATK uh, um, and Lockheed Martin, uh, which are two companies that are helping to build the space launch system, which will take astronauts to Mars in the future. Um, so I've gotten to see some of the preparations that are being made, the way that they're uh, developing the rockets, the way that they're developing the crew capsule, those types of things. Um, and it's great that I've been able to get uh, a look inside and get to talk to people at NASA. Um, but NASA does not pre-select anyone, and they don't endorse um, anyone to become an astronaut. So this is something I really like to emphasize when I'm talking to um, especially younger crowds, is that everyone has the same opportunities and the same chances that I do to become an astronaut. So if there are kids out there, um, young girls and boys who are interested in following a career with NASA, they definitely uh, look into it and, and realize that this is something that anyone can aspire to do. I must say, I was quite impressed. I was looking over your Facebook profile, and you have that you traveled to Russia in May 2013 as a special guest of an Italian astronaut. You created an outreach program called Future of Space. You have listed that you are a model UN member and that um, you're also an inspirational public speaker. All this while you were in high school. Can you tell me how you have time for all this and 
um, if there have been any people who have been really essential to your success so far? That's a question I get asked a lot because, uh, you know, I'm a student in high school taking classes at the university. I do four sports every year. Um, I'm a varsity captain of three of those sports, and I run this outreach program to hopefully inspire more kids and adults around the world to get interested in, in STEM uh, fields. And so I get asked a lot, how do I have time for this all? And my answer to that is usually that I have a really great supporting team. I have um, been so lucky and fortunate to have a group of adults who have recognized the passion that I have and the work that I'm trying to do to make the future a better place by uh, helping students around the world get interested in STEM, and they've offered their support. So my mom has been a really great uh, help. She, um, you know, she, I can't even uh, explain how much she does for me. She helps keep me on top of everything and, and on track. Um, and then I also have adults like a graphic designer who helps me. And um, I have adults who uh, offer to edit my things and listen to my speeches and things like that. Um, so it's really, it's a team effort. It's not just me doing all of this. Uh, there are a lot of people who are, you know, helping me out um, with this outreach program. Right. It, that, it takes a village, right? <laughs> you, can't do, you can't go to Mars on your own. Oh, no. And, you know, that's an interesting, an interesting segue because a lot of times we look at the astronauts as being the heroes. And astronauts are really cool. They're amazing. But there are thousands and thousands of people who work at NASA who are integral to the mission working, to every mission, who are the people who um, build the rockets and maintain the facilities and educate the public. And without each and every one of those people, these missions wouldn't be possible. So it's really, it's a group effort, and uh, it's, like you said, it takes a village. <laughs> it certainly does. Can you briefly discuss um, what your Future of Space program is? And if people wanted to find out more about that program and, and more about you, how they could do that? Yeah, so the Future of Space program is a program I started about, oh, about two and a half years ago now when I was invited to Russia by my mentor, Italian astronaut Lisa Pomitano. And back then it was called the Show Youth Adventure. And it was originally, I, I created it to share this experience that I was having, this, um, this uh, experience of getting to see his rocket launch from Baikonur, Kazakhstan, to the International Space Station, up close and personal. Um, because I realized that there are a lot of people around the world who would like to see that but won't have the opportunity to. And the things that I'm getting to do um, are incredibly lucky. Uh, and so I wanted to make sure that everyone got to have those opportunities as well. A big part of what I do is I do a lot of writing. I write a blog at astronautabby.com where you can keep up with all the interesting things that I'm doing as well as my own journey towards Mars. Um, and then I also keep uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Google Plus all updated with information and pictures about everything. Um, and I answer a lot of questions of uh people who are interested in space travel, um, kids who want to become astronauts or engineers or scientists. Uh, and then the next major part of the Future of Space program is that I go and I speak in classrooms. 
So I go and I speak anywhere from small uh, groups of 30 students up to entire schools of 600 students. And I talk to them about how exciting science can be and space travel. Uh, and I give advice on how to dream big and act big and inspire others um, and really just work towards big dreams. So I speak at schools and I also speak at conferences. Um, I've spoken at TEDx, the Mars Society Conference, and a handful of others uh, just to get the word out about, um, you know, space exploration and kids dreaming big. Well, Abby, I really look forward to following your journey towards Mars. I wish you good luck in that journey, and I thank you so much for joining me today. You're going to be a great inspiration to our listeners and to girls and kids who want to dream big. So thank, well, thank you. you so much. Thank you so much for having me today, Marion. It's been a, uh, a pleasure. And to anyone who's out there listening, please feel free to check out, um, obviously, any of the channels I mentioned, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, under Astronaut Abby. And if you have any questions, post them, and I will be happy to answer. Great. Thank you so much. Hey, Chris. How are you? Thank you so much. Hey, Chris. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, Marion, that was so cool listening to you uh, talking with Astronaut Abby. Just thinking back on that, what were some of your initial thoughts as you talked with such an amazing young person? Really, my biggest thought was that um, she's really inspiring because she has no connection with NASA. She has no in, but she's doing everything she possibly can to make her dream of being um, an astronaut and potential Mars inhibitor um, happen. And, you know, like she said on the podcast, she's going to be taking Chinese. She's going to get her pilot's license. She's really doing as much as she can to make her dream come true. And for a 17-year-old to be that dedicated to something was really inspiring. Something as so hard to accomplish as becoming an astronaut. Like she said, they had somewhere around, I believe it was like 800 applications um, to become an astronaut. I could be misremembering that, but yeah. I, I just find that incredible. Yeah, and you're right. I mean, just how, I mean, she is definitely not passive. I mean, she is active for her goal. And and, and really, for, for all of our students, any young person that we meet, I mean, that's that's probably a, a huge um, thing to try to try to grow in, in kids, you know, and, and, and maybe sometimes we, maybe sometimes, I don't know, we you might be doing some kids a disservice by giving them so much when in fact we should be saying, okay, what are you going to do? Right. She's not sitting around waiting for something to happen. She's going out, she's taking charge of it, and she's making it happen. And one of the things I really was impressed with her about was the fact that she realizes that it is a team effort and she's very thankful yeah. to everybody who has helped her along the way. And she understands that, you know, it will take a village to get her and any astronaut up into space. So it was just a pleasure to talk with her. And it was funny because she had just, when I talked to her, graduated from high school. Right. And um, she had her whole family was in town and um, staying at her house. But she took 20 minutes out of that to talk to me. And she really wants to inspire other young girls and kids to follow their dream and make it happen. And and it sounded like and, I mean she she said she's very willing to to come and talk to classes and 
Um, you know, or I'm sure she could do that, you know, over the internet as well. But, you know, I mean, as teachers out there, you know, we should be looking, you know, every chance we get to, you know, when we find someone like that to say, hey, please come to my school, uh, you know, or, or come, you know, via Skype to my school, whatever, inspire my students, boys and girls, you know. For sure. And it's one thing to have adults come and talk to the kids and tell them what they're doing. But it's another thing to have one of their peers who is playing multiple sports, not only playing multiple sports, but leader in multiple sports, doing a variety of extracurricular activities, taking college classes, doing all these things while in school just to make her dream come true. And I think, like I said, it's a, it's one thing for adults to tell teens about that, but it's another thing when you hear it from your peer and you see somebody of your same age group going out and doing all these things just to make her dream come true. Yeah, this is this is definitely not, you know, Disney when you wish upon a star. This is, you know, that your dreams will really, really come true. You, there, there's some effort involved. And, and, and this is probably a great, you know, interview, really. I mean, teachers, play this in your classroom for your kids. And, you know, they can they can learn a lot and maybe get inspired by uh, by hearing Abby and, and what she has to say. For sure. I mean, I teach at the School of Nursing at the University of Pennsylvania, and I constantly am telling my students, you know, smart is one thing, but it's also you need persistence, you need grit, you need perseverance. You really need to take charge of your own future and um it's a choose your life is choose your own adventure and you need to make it happen. Um, you can't wait for somebody else to make it happen for you. Awesome. So thanks again, Marion, for uh, another great interview. Uh, the, the steam rollers uh, segment of, of the STEM everyday podcast, keep listening and, and you'll hear more great interviews with, with Marion uh, in the future here on the STEM everyday podcast. And as always uh, listen to all the podcasts on remarkable chatter uh, I'm your host, Chris Woods, and, and again with Marion Leary. Uh, thanks again for listening. You're listening to this podcast on the SDAC Broadcasting Network. To find more information about this or other podcast shows, please visit RemarkableChatter.com.